G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, Britt Rahm from Focus on the Family Australia joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, and I'm hoping that my wife will be able to join us next week because oh, her yay. voice is still a little mm. bit off and she oh, didn't want to yeah. sound like, uh, you know, a trucking man. But <laughs> Not that she was – I'm, I'm not against all trucking men, but she feels it's quite a hoarse voice at the oh, moment. Oh, poor Bless. thing. Oh, we're to continue These to pray for bugs. her. Yeah, that's right. But so we want to pick up on the uh, – we were talking last week about mobile phones and, you know, the original article was around a school banning them for high school students. But uh, within the family context, I mean, obviously, as the kids come into those high school years, the you know, thought is they need to have a phone for you know emergency calls and what have you. You know, starting to catch public tra- – or yeah. even the school bus yep. from a point to get to school and things are, you know, or being at, you know, later after school activities. So you're staying there all afternoon with them, it seems to be a thing of the past. So you drop them off and when do you need to pick them up? So they yep. sort of need to be able to communicate – we all think maybe not have everything at their fingertips. No, exactly right. I mean, the argument that many parents say that I want to make sure that my child can contact me at all times. And I say, absolutely. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, so why don't you go to the old Nokia or, you know, the mm, old, yes. you know, the old phones where they can play snakes. You know, that was a great, great game. My <laughs> yeah, boys right. used to love that I, game. I can't find um, those anywhere so that, anymore. So, so they can get those, um, uh, they can contact you if they need to. But the funny thing is about it's all about status symbol, having the oh, latest yeah. and greatest. Mm-hmm. So it might be t- as you're teaching your children responsibility and if they can take that maturity to actually say, hey, I can I can control myself. It might start off with, well, I need you to have access to a phone. You can use mine and I've got another one here at home. You can contact me that way. But I think I alluded to it last week. If your child can't get off their devices at home, such as a smart a, a, a tablet or their desktop computers, and you just can't get them off and they're just saying, oh, I, I just can't, I can't, I need to be on my, my tablet all the time or I need to play games. I wouldn't be encouraging you to give them a smartphone because then you'll never, ever get them back. Yeah, that's right. Um, because you're actually putting temptation in temptation's way. Yeah. And so they have to prove themselves. And remember, it is a privilege, not a right. Yes. And many children feel like it's their right to have it. But if they're not paying for it and they don't have enough you know, data, they have to be more disciplined. And um, so it, 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 they are difficult, but much-needed conversations to ensure your children can actually understand what you're putting in their hands and how they can control themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. I think that's isn't it? You know, sometimes you know, the kids say, oh, it's not fair or whatever, but we're actually being loving by setting boundaries and you know, having restrictions on some of these things because, as you say, the temptation is there. They can get into all sorts of really dangerous stuff. Yeah, very much so. I mean, and for those listening – 
technology and sexuality go hand in hand, unfortunately, in our day and age. And we've got a lot of resources on this and we've got some videos on this because it's so important that parents understand what you're putting in their hands. And I recently went to a cyber safety uh, lecture and it was presented by some policemen and they actually used the line, if you had seen what I'd seen, you would never, and you can fill in the blanks. And those blanks were like, I'd never have a, my, allow my child to have a smartphone in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'd never allow their smartphone in their bathroom. I'd never allowed to have them have free access to, um, you know, endless uh, internet Mm. um, that is in... at, the, at their fingertips. So I would always have their technology devices in a public viewing area and I'd always have access to what they're consuming. And this is the reason why, because you're, you are your child's prefrontal cortex. You yeah. understand the consequences. You understand the impact that could have, but that, they're still developing and they don't understand. They're a here and now. They don't see the ramifications. Mm. Their prefrontal cortex is still growing. It's still developing. And they might do some silly things and they might do some, you know, you know, in appropriate things at times just simply because they don't think of the consequences and that's your role as parents is to encourage them and say have you considered what are your thoughts help me understand those questions will help your children just think through their processes before they might make a very poor choice i love that i love that we uh talked to a police officer once uh who does cyber crime and he said smart Parents get their kids a dumb phone. And that has stuck with me because I'm about to go through this with a high schooler next year. So we're starting to have these conversations mm. and whew, it freaks you out a little bit. So I'll just say, yeah. Uncle Brett said, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we right. say that in yeah. our house, Auntie Kate said on the radio today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blame us. Yeah. We can yeah. be the big bad wolves. <laughs> That's but right. The, and we don't mind that. And also, it's great for parents to feel comfortable that their parent, uh, the kids can actually use you as the big bad wolf <laughs> at times yeah. to say, you know, if you're not yeah. feeling safe. Yeah. And, um, and the challenge is, you know, let's face it, every child wants to feel like they can fit in and everyone else seems to have the latest and greatest. And they are really tough conversations to have mm. because they, they, they don't want to stand out. They don't want to be able to, you know, people to point their finger. But at the same time, you are protecting them. And if your child, you know, has those little tantrums or, you know, saying it's not fair and mm. those things, let's talk about it, not dismiss and um, feel like their 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 opinions don't matter. Validate their experience. I understand you're frustrated. I understand it make me make you angry, but this is the reasons why. Because mm. let's face it, they're going to want to be, once they have their smartphones or they're going to want to have all these different social media platforms. Mm. Are they mature enough to actually only befriend people that they know rather yeah. than just getting the number of likes, the number of friends they can have? You know, Do they understand the impact of Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter You know, and TikTok? There's all these different platforms that are just consuming our children's minds. And if our child isn't mature enough to handle all of these things, then it's a good it's a good red flag to actually say, yeah. well, it's you're not ready for it yeah. just mm. yet. So true. So good. And I think that's an important thing to remember too. Like obviously as we you – know, like if your child does get a smartphone, you don't have to have all the apps on it. And you can – I mean the wonderful thing is I guess with um, you know, iOS and Android devices that you can monitor all of this stuff so you can lock it down and say, well, you can't download an app without my permission and all these different things that can hopefully you know, uh, avert some of those dangers and just have yeah. it fairly simple. Yeah, that's very true. You know, you want to be able to um, – and I, and I use the word big brother, but at the same time, you are there to oversee, not to 
engage. Mm. So I would say for any child, you know, if you want your to have a phone and you want to have a social media platform, they have to give permission for mum and dad to be your friend. Yeah. Doesn't mean you engage, doesn't mean you embarrass them, you don't post photos on them and you don't uh, interact with where they're interacting. It's just to say, I'm here as your backup. I'm looking over, I'm overseeing to see if some of your interactions are healthy or they're not. And if they say, I don't want my mum and dad to be on there, well, these are these are the boundaries. These are the rules yeah. mm. that we're going to have in our household. And um, so, and I also say to mum and dads, and, and I have to say this time and time again, I don't understand when parents post photos of their children, happy birthday, six-year-old. Well, are they saying happy birthday to the six-year-old who shouldn't be on social media in the first place? Yeah. Um, and then what do they do with that information? Do they show the child, hey- Look at how many likes. Look at how many people say hey, you're handsome or you're pretty and those things. It's so it feeds that meme monster. Yeah, so right. be very careful. Share it to people that you know, um, and you know different groups and family dynamics. But don't make it public because really, at the end of the day, your children shouldn't be on their devices until there's an age limit on their you know social media mm. platforms. Yeah, good point. Mm. Uh, you mentioned a couple of articles that you've got on your website for this. So what are some of the things people should be looking for on your website? Well, the, the video platforms, uh, we've got different videos on talking to your kids about sexuality, talking about um, technology and talking about social media is on our family cast platform. Mm-hmm. And they can find all that through our website at families.org.au. And there's a whole variety of different articles on technology, uh, gaming. And I'd also encourage parents to have a greater understanding of what your kids are consuming. And there's a great website called pluggedin.com. And that overviews different games, mm. different movies, different TV shows, and help them understand Understand putting through a biblical worldview what their children are consuming. And it's better to be better informed and then encouraging our children to be better informed before they actually start consuming. Yeah, such a good point. And so some great resources there. Check them all out. You can find the links to all that at families.org.au. Brett, really appreciate your time. And we are hoping that to have you and Kate back with us next week. Certainly hope so. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.